Welcome to Up Next. I'm Gabrielle Boucher, millennial author and entrepreneur. Each week, I bring to you next generation leaders and millennial game changers to inspire you to change your world. Let's see what's next. Welcome back, everybody. It's Gabrielle again here with Up Next. This week, we have such an incredible guest, a very good friend of mine, Justin Murph. Now, if the last name Murph sounds familiar, that's because his wife, Jen Murph, was actually on our show not too long ago with Millennials for Marriage. But this week, I want to be talking to Justin about another role that he has that is actually really quite profound. Justin Murph is the director of the Museum of the Bible Studios. If you haven't heard about the Museum of the Bible, we're going to be talking all about it today, how you can get involved, and why it's such a unique way to talk about faith in the 21st century. But first, let's turn it over to Justin. Justin, thanks for coming on the show with us today. Hey, Gabrielle. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Good to be on the show with you. So what is your role over at the Museum of the Bible Studios? Most museums don't have studios, so that's already a very unique approach to sharing what this museum's all about. Right, absolutely. So the Museum of the Bible as a whole, the mission of it is to invite all people everywhere to engage with the Bible. And so specifically, my role in that as director of MOTV Studios is to invite all people to engage with the Bible through TV and film. You know, there's been so many great... Uh, videos and films, documentaries, big Hollywood cinema pieces and historical documentaries, all focused around the Bible, the Bible's impact in culture and world, even the historicity of the Bible, the stories of the Bible. And so uh, we want to try to bring all that together, kind of as we curate good pieces of, of artifacts or collections of manuscripts. We do the same thing with media, but then we also create media. I think one of the, the best ways we can actually tell stories about the Bible and tell the Bible really impact in, in the world is to tell those personal stories that are connected. You know, I like to say that we can never underestimate the power of the personal narrative. And it's, you know, I can quote scripture verses and all that, but really what, what gets people interested is, you know, this is this book and it's, it's the most banned, the most beloved. It's the most uh, forbidden and, and it's the most printed. It's the, it's sacred. It's, it's, it's drama, it's art, it's comedy, it's passion, it's anger, it's, it's lust. It's every good juicy novel you've ever read wrapped up in 66 books, cover to cover. And so that in itself just intrigues people. Um, and so we want to tell that story, but tell it through TV. And, and such an, a unique story, not only one that's impacted so many people, but has impacted culture in a myriad of ways. And I think that's one of the things that's also really unique about the museum itself. Now, the museum isn't open yet. It's going to be opening in fall of 2017. But what really drew you to this project, Justin? Why are you so excited about being a member of the Museum of the Bible team? Well, I think the the mission, right, to, to invite all people to engage with the Bible. I believe that, you know, I know personally from my own life, this book has had a profound impact on me. It's had a profound impact on, on my family. Um, and to see something that's really committed, there's, there's never been really a museum of the Bible, right? You've always had biblical art or you've had manuscripts as, as maybe a part of an exhibit in a museum. But never before in the history of, of 
humanity have we actually seen something like this. So the museum, uh, two blocks from the Capitol, 430,000 square feet, eight floors. Uh, the grand lobby, when you walk in, has this 150-foot uh, long LED grand ceiling that will showcase, you know, things like the roof of the Sistine Chapel, the Pia Dome. I mean, these great pieces of art from around the world. 40-foot uh, tall height of the grand lobby when you walk in. I mean, it's just it's this beautiful, uh, stunning space that we're building right in the heart of D.C. And, and honestly, what better city in all of the world to to have a museum dedicated to the Bible and its impact in Washington, D.C., you know. Uh, D.C. is is leader in the world in terms of, of its impact and influence. And so to be able to showcase just how the Bible helps shape and form even our own country um, firsthand is, is pretty amazing. And it's going to be an incredible building. I was driving by there last week, actually, and it seems like it's kind of popping up overnight and really such a central location in Washington, D.C., and it's such a, a cool concept to have it really be integrated with the historical landscape of the Washington D.C. Uh, skyscape as well. It's going to be it's going to be a really incredible experience. But back to your role with MOTB Studios, you're talking about translating something that's as classical and impactful as the Bible into something that millennials will will relate to. What does that look like for you? That's a great question. So we all are familiar with the story of David and Goliath, right? You know, the, 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 the shepherd boy who takes his sling and, and flings it towards the giant. And, and for most people, that's kind of the context that they know of David. And yet when we look at the story of David from the time he really steps into his role as king of Israel to his death, that story is profound. It, it's war. It's loss. It's death. It's life. You know, David struggled with personal issues uh, from his marriage. He, he murdered. He he dealt with things that, uh, you know, most of us will never, fortunately, hopefully, ever have to deal with in our own personal lives. And yet David's story, although historically accurate, is also a narrative for humanity. And to be able to tell that story in a way that's real, that's raw, that's engaging, is not something that's really been done before. We've not had a great piece that really uh, is kind of raw and gritty, but yet does true justice to the text in the Bible. Um, same thing with Paul, you know, looking at, at Paul's life. Um, there, there are so many great stories of encouragement, of hope that Scripture teaches us, and, and yet uh, largely because um, we just haven't had the, the focus in the media space and the ability to really dig in and to tell these great narratives and to pull out the story and to kind of unpack the truth and the, and the, the, the emotion of these pieces. Cause you know, a lot of times we're, we're capped on what people think will, will do good in the box office. And sometimes what does good in the box office gets softened or is, is not quite as accurate as we'd like it to be. And so we kind of have the freedom to do that. We have the freedom to go after great stories and great content and work with great partners. And we're in discussion with a number of, of partners and channels right now uh, to put content out there and to produce content that will engage uh, not only kind of our core audience, right, uh, which are people that are clearly interested in the Bible, but we also want to go after people who had never done the door of a church. You know, my goal, uh, Gabrielle, is that somebody would watch something we produce and they would say, whoa, whoa, that, that's the Bible. Man, I, I had no idea. Hmm, maybe I should go give it a read. And if that happens, 
then as far as I'm concerned, that's a win, right? We've, we've scored a home run. Absolutely. And it's that translating principles into something that's relatable, that's, that's real. And that is wherever you're at, you can, you can find truth in as well. And that's what I get so excited about with the Museum of the Bible. When I first found out that it was coming to Washington, D.C. a few years back, I was with my husband and we were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's coming and it's going to be here right in our backyard. But what I get so excited about is, is this appreciation of excellence. And it's a celebration of the Bible as even a document that different sects of Christianity sometimes can disagree on. Too oftentimes you walk into church and everyone's sitting there in the corner arguing line and verse about the definition of is, when in reality there's such a bigger picture and what you're saying is a larger narrative of what the Bible means and being able to bring to life something uh, rather than having it just be you know interpreted on our own but in a really beautiful and inspirational way. I think is really going to impact not only the city, but also to this nation as well. Yeah. And, you know, the, the museum. So just, you know, if you're kind of walking through the museum to see the impact, uh, you know, there's an area for the kids. When you go on the second floor of the museum, it's what we call the impact floor, really talking about um, the interactive portraits that the Bible has impacted the history of our nation, the life of the world. Uh, you know, we're looking at the impact of the Bible in art, in sports and medicine and law and government. Um, the next floor is what we call the narrative floor. It really kind of takes us through the Hebrew scriptures and then brings us into the New Testament, uh, really kind of bringing out the, the narrative of the Bible into, into a tangible way, right? So you can touch, taste, feel, sense, smell what it was like to live in the Bible times. Uh, then the third floor is really just focused on Jesus. It's looking at a theatrical environment with, you know, streetscapes and murals. We actually are rebuilding first century Nazareth village inside the museum. Uh, you can walk into a replica of the first century synagogue to kind of see where Jesus taught. Um, then we go up, up one more floor to the history of the Bible, and we're looking at at really um, collections from around the world of artifacts. We are partnering with the Israeli Antiquities Authority, who will be bringing never-before-seen fragments of, of papyri and Dead Sea Scrolls. We're partnering with the Vatican Museum and um, the Vatican Library, who will each have separate spaces inside of the museum, as well as there's uh, temporary exhibit space for museums from around the world to begin to share pieces with. I was in, in Germany recently, and um, the, the National Library there is, is excited to partner with the museum. So, uh, you know, there are different, different organizations literally all over the world that uh, have great content that they can share with us. You know, behind every single piece of content that we show, there is that story, right? How did we get that piece? What's the history of it? What's the, the, the background story? Um, and so I'm excited to get those opportunities to, to share those stories and those pieces, uh, be it from martyrs, be it from great leaders in church history, or even uh, first edition manuscripts, uh, you know, to tell those stories, I think helps connect us as human beings to this book, right? It's kind of a gap between the history and yet it also makes it tangible, something that we can experience or for ourselves. And I would say your role as well is also working with those who may never step foot in the museum as well and using the medium of media to be able to translate that experience into something that is not only tangible but also too impactful as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's we have a global audience and because of social media and digital media, we live in a global environment where while the museum hopes to have locations on every continent, that's, that's a stated goal of ours. The reality is, is there's so many people that will never be able for one reason or another 
to come to the museum. Well, I want to be able to bring the museum to them so they can experience the, you know, they may not be able to physically see the exhibit face to face, but they can learn so much more maybe about those pieces simply by the media we, we produce. Um, I think what, what also has encouraged me about what we're doing is the fact that it is ecumenical. It's not just a bunch of evangelicals getting together, although there are a number of us there. It's not just a bunch of Catholics or Jews, but really it's, it's, it's the people of the book working together to surround and support the Bible. And that is such an encouraging, encouraging environment, such a great experience to see. Especially in a day and a time when we are so divided uh, across so many different lines, whether it's racial, religious, um, socioeconomic, we find so many causes to be divided and to find this opportunity to come around uh, the most impactful book and still the most sold book around the world the Bible, which is so incredible. I know it's touched my life. It's changed my life and, and the same with yours as well. Well, Justin, thank you so much for joining us here with our audience. Before we close out, I ask all of my guests the same question. And the question is, if the 12-year-old version of you were to meet you now and, and see everything that you're doing over at the Museum of the Bible, what would he think? I think the 12-year-old version of me uh, would probably stand back and be like, how in the world did this happen? Uh, you know, my, my, my plan, I was, a you know, I was a, a only child and grew up in Texas. And so, you know, I, I thought I was either going to, you know, go play for the Texas Rangers or, or, uh, you know, maybe go into the family business and do some ranching or, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, who knows, be a lawyer or something, but never in a million years would I've imagined doing, doing media and doing media on a global scale. Um, so I would have probably been like a kid in the candy shop, just geeked out. You know, I still am every day. Right? I, I, I think I've I've got one of the coolest jobs in the world. I get to tell the greatest story to the uh, ever written to a whole generation that desperately needs to hear, but needs to hear it in a way that they can not only listen but also embrace and understand. And so the challenge to do that every day. Uh, is what kind of helps drive me and get me up in the morning. That is so awesome. Well, Justin, thanks so much for joining us. I just want to acknowledge you for not only your heart and your service to put that message forward, uh, but also to the incredible representative you are of of God and of that book that you that you so hard long for as well. So thanks so much for joining us. And we can't wait to see your journey with the museum and how the museum is coming as well. Thank you. And hey, everybody, sure, be sure to go ahead and put it down in your date, November 15, 2017. If you want more information, you can go to mbible.org. Uh, sign up, get more information, become a member. Uh, get your space in line to uh, to join us that first year at the museum. You're not going to want to miss it.